It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 470 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Randy Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the chief cohort and crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day, and I'd really love it if someone would door dash me some coffee. Today on the show, the best and worst things about church camp. Also on the show today, no birthday parties, please. <laughs> kind of hurt your soul saying that, didn't it? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. But first, today is Tuesday, April 26th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It's Get Organized Day. Mm, I mean, I told you the story yesterday about how our house is just in massive disarray. Yeah. So I feel it this year. I feel the need, but it won't be today. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, had a we had parent teacher conferences last Wednesday mm-hmm. at school, and you know I don't do parent teacher conferences, so it was a work day for me. Just ah. Spent the entire day in the library, and it felt so good to not have kids. Hold on, first of all, let me just say the Tuesday. We're gonna cut that line right there. It felt so good to not have kids. Right. <laughs> um, Send it to your son. The Tuesday <laughs> before parent teacher conferences. The kids were nuts. Were monsters. Every single teacher that I talked to was like, thank God there are no kids in the school tomorrow. <laughs> we are going to lose it. Every single grade, every single teacher, which mm-hmm. blew my mind because I know that these kids knew that the following day was parent-teacher conference. Oh, right, yeah. And I was like, why, <laughs> why did it not occur to them, my teacher's going to be talking to my mom and my dad tomorrow, so I'm going to be like on my best behavior today. Why didn't, why didn't they save the crazy for Thursday? Mm. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kids. Kids are dumb. <laughs> I could not. It, yeah. I didn't understand. Kids anyway, stupid. What can I but say? I spent that entire Wednesday organizing the yeah. library and it so, felt amazing. So we didn't have to have a, um, a parent teacher conference per se. Cause you know, they really only do it to kids that are kind of struggling at, that young of an age. Um, but Deidre wanted to have one anyway, just to see how Eli was doing. Called and asked, or sent a text message rather to the teacher, and the teacher said, well, hold on, I'm actually talking with so-and-so teacher from the gifted program about when we can meet with you. And uh, she said, oh, okay, and waited. So I go, yeah, she'd like to meet with uh, both of us at you know such and such time. Uh, no indication of like what about or yeah. exactly or anything, and so Deidre like sent me a message with like I know we're gonna find out something I think. Uh, it goes up there and uh, we found out that he he passed the first like 
preliminary yeah. thing. Yeah. There's a whole other thing, and it might not even be until next year yeah. before he gets in. But yeah. the fact that he made it through um, is really good. Is he second grade? He's a second grade. He's going into third. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're 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 pretty excited. For that him. is exciting. Kids, kids smart. Yeah. Uh, teacher said that they that she puts a couple of the kids that are kind of struggling to grasp things at his little grouping table because he can help like lead them mm-hmm. on it. And I'm like, where's this kid at home? I don't understand what's going on. This kid treats his brother like, uh, like garbage. Most it's going to continue that way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Uh-huh. I know. Topher is our GT kid. But anyway, it's good to know that when he's out of our sight, he's actually a pretty good kid. <laughs> Do you know, that's one of the things that my mother-in-law told me years ago. She was like, listen, because I, I was complaining about the teachers always say that they're these great kids, but when they're home, they drive me crazy. So I know that they can be great. Why won't they be great for me? And she's like, no, no, they need to be themselves when they're at home. They mm-hmm. need to feel safe to be themselves. As long as they're being great kids outside of the home, that's all that matters. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what a grandma would say. <laughs> uh, what other holidays? It's also National Pretzel Day. It's Pretzel Day. Pretzel Day. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love I love pretzels. Heck love yes. pretzels. Soft, soft pretzels. A, a warm, crunchy pretzel. Fully salted soft pretzel. Pretzels dipped in Might mustard or my cheese. My favorite thing on the planet. Or ranch or a oh. sweet pretzel mm. yeah. with cinnamon and brown sugar. You go too far. Oh. You go too far. And icing. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight up. Warm and salted. That's all I want. I don't even want to dip it in nothing. Just mm. oh oh oh. Uh, (laughs) And uh, now Mo and I are nerds of several flavors, but we're also nerds for several flavors. And every week we like to showcase junk food that has been recently announced or even spotted in stores or on menus. That's right. We're gonna kick today off with cinnamon toast crunch rolls cereal. I don't understand this. Okay, so we've got the cinnamon toast crunch, right? Yeah. And we've got the cinnamon toast churro crunch uh-huh. thing, which uh-huh. is not great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have the French toast also. Yeah, the French toast crunch, but that's, I mean, I'm just talking about the straight cinnamon toast flavor. Okay. Now we have what looks like little cinnamon rolls cereal. Do they have icing on them? They, well, I don't know. I think the sugar is the icing, uh, so, so no, but. Bummer. Uh, yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be good or not. I don't know if they're going to taste exactly like the other thing or if they're going to be more like puffed cereal. Ooh. Might be a kind of a puffy Ooh. cereal type situation. Ooh. Could if be good. If they can make it like a like a, a pastry texture in a cereal. Ooh. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got new Fruit Stripe gummy candy starting to hit shelves. You remember Fruit Stripe gum? Oh, yes. The I gum remember. that lasted uh-huh. all of 15 seconds? Yeah. But it was great while it lasted. It sure was. It's the best gum that's out there for 15 seconds. The gummies are shaped like little zebra heads, and they're striped. Okay. But the three flavors are cherry, tangerine, and lemon. Just keep it in that red to yellow spectrum. Don't branch out beyond that, which I don't understand. Yeah, I'm confused by but that. But those are like my three favorite flavors in candy, so I'd be fine with it. Kellogg's okay. is coming out with green apple flavored dragon waffles. Why dragon? That's just what dragon they're called. I guess they look like dragon scales, kind of, because they're shaped in the octagon shape and they're green. I'm assuming that's why. I mean, there's not like a dragon movie coming out or anything? I don't think so. It didn't look like it was a tie-in to a movie. 
but like a green apple flavored waffle. I'm like, mm, yeah, the, no, 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 that could be good. I don't know. Like, like an apple pie, essentially. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess, but that's it could weird. be good. It's weird. I, don't like I think it. it's weird that it's dragon. Like, why? <laughs> I, I'm really gonna need them to explain their thought process here. <laughs> I don't understand. DJJ Shane in our Twitch chat just yeah, I said saw the that unthinkable. That, mm, I know. I'm judging him. He harshly. does not like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And he asked to not be judged, but he should have known by putting that in there that he would be judged. Oh, he did know that he would be judged. I That's mean, why he put that in there. <sighs> so I was trying How to ignore you? it because he didn't want to be judged. How and so I wasn't he? going to make him feel poorly that he was being judged. But, but you're he, being but judged. Be, you're totally being judged. It. it is the best cereal that <laughs> is out there. <laughs> Kemp's ice cream is coming out with mashups. We got uh, ice cream that's peanut butter and cookies and cream. We got brownies and blondies. We got brownies and cookie dough. And we got peanut butter and brownies. Okay. I'm all for all of them except the peanut butter and cookies and cream. That seems like a really weird mix. Mm. I don't think it would work. You don't think a peanut butter on an Oreo would be good? Maybe. I don't know. Because that's essentially the flavor You're profile, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> uh, frosted grape Pop-Tarts are coming back next month. I didn't okay. get to try them the first time around. I don't think it I tried seems them. seems like a... It's, at, on the one hand, it seems like a normal flavor that probably should have always existed. But on the other hand, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to like that. I know. Yeah. You know? I feel like grape is a very 90s flavor. I'll give you that. Yeah. You don't see a lot of grape There's flavored not a lot things of grape anymore. Flavored candies but there much. was when we were kids. Yeah, there was grape was everywhere. Yeah. Back then. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oreo is getting into the cowtails game. All right. I have an Oreo cowtail. I might try them. I since think you that turned would be my great. head around on cowtails. Oh, I love Just cowtails. don't eat the regular ones. Eat the chocolate caramel ones. Yeah. Mm, uh-huh. Delicious. Yeah. Oreo one could be just as good. Yep. Uh, members Mark's coming out with churro twists, which is a big old bag of what looks like the Taco Bell. Like little oh, cinnamon yeah, twists. Oh, yeah, the cinnamon twists. Yeah. Mm. That could be pretty darn What's good. Member's Mark? Where's that from? Member's Mark is... I was about to is say Sam's Target. Club? But I think, no, it I, is, I think it is Sam's Club. Yeah, because it's Member's. Yeah. Member's Mark? I think it's Sam's Club. It's either Sam's Club or Costco. I don't know which Something one. Something like that, yeah. One of those two. Okay. Someone tell us, if you know, in the chat. Uh, little Debbie's coming out with mini zebra cake donuts. Are you a zebra cake fan? Zebra cakes from a jam mm. in like junior high school. That's the thing. I've outgrown them. Mm, no, I still love them. Yeah. And uh, let's Cosmic see. Cosmic brownies. It was. Those would be good every day. I had every day. I had five dollars. My mother would give me five dollars. Not every day, but some days. I say five bucks every I would day. Give, I would give one dollar to Bubba because he was poor. He bought his friendship. I bought his friendship, and uh, and yes, everyone listening on LTN, it's that Bubba. Uh, <laughs> and then I would buy a corn dog and either a giant zebra cake because they had the really big ones for the schools. Or a bag of sour Skittles, and I would alternate between those, and life was good for those two years of junior mm-hmm. high school. You know, uh, I they do came miss out, those days. Yeah, well, they came out with the 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 zebra cake uh, Swiss rolls a couple mm-hmm. years ago, and those are really good. I'm like a zebra cake donut 
could be amazing. So no, cosmic brownie donut. Did you hear me saying that? Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Cosmic, cosmic brownie. brownie donut could be good too. That sounds amazing. I, I, I wasn't into the cosmic brownies for a long time. Oh my god, I like the walnut ones, but not the cosmic ones. But I'm into them now. Yeah. I, I get it. Dr. Pepper vanilla float flavor is back. This is one of those flavors that kind of came out and got popular before COVID. And then, like, there weren't enough workers to actually produce all the sodas. So okay. all the fancy sodas went away. Well, here's the new one. Or here it is again, rather. Uh, it's back. Peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter lover's cups and ultimate peanut butter lover's cups are back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just left two months ago. Yeah. Like, isn't, I thought this was a yearly thing, no, but like, and I've I seen like, them in Walmart. I was going to say, I feel like they've remained on the shelves. Right. This Maybe people just time. didn't buy them. I don't know. And I, so I now, definitely what, now seen Reese's them at Walmart has to be like, year. we're, they're coming back. <laughs> no, they just, they just never, never left. left. <laughs> they're coming back because there's so much back stock in every right? Walmart in this country. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I like the normal peanut butter lovers ones, the one that's got like half chocolate, half peanut butter on the outside. I do not like the ultimate ones where it's all peanut butter. Yeah. it's It was too much. You need at least a little bit of chocolate. You need the chocolate. But I do think sure. that's the perfect ratio. The the uh, mm-hmm. the peanut butter lovers one with just the bottom portion chocolate, the top being the essentially, I think it's the... Reese's Pieces kind of chocolate that's, yeah. that's on the outside, and then the normal Reese's cho- uh, peanut butter. I'm sorry, not chocolate, peanut butter. You don't even know what I don't even want to say. Yeah. So many different yeah. words to say yeah. here. Yeah. Big, big news. Big, big, news. big, big, big. On May 19th, I'm sure a lot of you have already heard this. May the 19th. Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza. Is returning to returning Taco Bell's to Taco menu. Taco Bell menu. Mexican pizza was first introduced to Taco Bell in 1985. Maybe that's why I love it so much. Hey. From our year, Mo. It was ultimately discontinued on November 5th, 2020, due to its menu streamlining during COVID. Uh, Many fans, including me, were disappointed with the discontinuation. Taco Bell heard our cries and worked to streamline operations and ingredient sourcing to bring the Mexican pizza back. And the best part is, it's coming back for good. There was speculation it was going to be like one of those month-long gimmicks that will come around every every, uh, year or so. And I'm really glad it's forever. One, because I love it and I want to have it whenever I want. But two, if it was coming back as just a month, I'm already having a hard enough time sticking to a diet. It would be in my mind, I have to eat as many Mexican pizzas this month as possible. Yeah. Because they won't be back for another year. Yeah. And so I would be there every day. That's and I fair. would be ordering two or three at a time. And that's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> at least this way I can have one a week and I'll be good. <laughs> it is my favorite thing. It's my favorite fast food thing. Of all fast food places, of all items, the Mexican pizza is number one on my entire list. Okay. So it is my favorite thing from Taco Bell. Okay. I didn't know that. And we all know how I feel about Taco Bell. You don't really care for Taco Bell. I hate (laughs) Taco Bell. Um, But a Mexican pizza and chips and cheese, that is where it's at for me. Yeah. That's a, that's, it's a that's solid it. meal right yeah. there. Right? Solid Taco Bell meal. Uh-huh. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Like you were dying. When Jesus entered the world, he knew. He knew he was sent for a purpose that could only be carried out in death. He left his throne to become a king despised and crowned with thorns. 
33 years of living like he was dying. You and I may often wonder what our last days on earth would be like. Who would we see? What life goals would we prioritize? Where would we go? Our purpose would quickly be defined by our timeline. Jesus lived his life defined by his purpose, understanding there was a timeline to consider. And when the time finally came, his last days were not spent traveling to the places he meant to go or eating the foods he had always wanted to try. He didn't create a bucket list of items to complete before his final breaths, at least not one that would resemble ours. His last days were not full of regret and despair for the things he missed out on and didn't make time for. Just as he lived, he died, a servant with a purpose, sharing a meal with his friends, yes, even Peter and Judas, washing their feet, encouraging them, loving them to the best of his ability, passing on the torch to ensure the promise didn't die with him, creating a legacy. And yet, here we sit with our list of to-dos, things taking up our time and overwhelming our minds, removing ourselves from our purpose and purposing things that can easily be removed. Where is your purpose today, friend? Where are you creating your legacy and in what promises are you resting on? When we live our lives as if every day were the last, we may find our days more full, but also more fulfilling as we chase fervently toward the finish line. Love deeper, speak sweeter, offer the forgiveness you've been denying, but most importantly, reflect on the one who gave his all for you. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And hey, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the Back Row LTN and connect with us. Now it's time for Mo's Fact of the Day. The world can thank a frustrated teacher with leftover bread dough for the invention of the soft pretzel. In 610 AD, while baking bread, an Italian monk decided to create a treat to motivate his distracted catechism students. He rolled out ropes of dough, twisted them to resemble hands crossed in the chest in prayer, and baked them. The monk christened his snacks, oh, pretolia, Latin for little reward. Parents who tasted their children's classroom treats referred to them as brachiola or little arms. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. I like it. Now yeah. it's time for SSA News. We're going to share a weird news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. Oh, Mo. We know you love your birthday, right? Uh-huh. Well, there are some people that just don't like birthday parties. Okay. And uh, there's a man who didn't want a work birthday party who ended up suing his company for $450,000. Okay. Here's the story. When someone says a birthday celebration uh, at work would trigger distress, employers might want to put the cake and balloons away. The Kentucky man was awarded almost half a million dollars after he sued over a series of events that started when he told the supervisor he didn't want a birthday celebration at work. According to the news report, supervisor at Gravity Diagnostics forgot to pass his request on. The party happened and a panic attack ensued. Oh no. In the lawsuit, Kevin Burling said he warned his supervisor that he suffers from anxiety and a party would bring back distressing memories of his parents' divorce. According to Fortune Magazine, 
Burling had a panic attack over it on his August uh, 7th, 2019 birthday and was so upset that he went to his car to finish his lunch. A day after the surprise party, Burling was called into a meeting to discuss his reaction. He said he was criticized for the way he acted, and this confrontation triggered another panic attack. Burling's uh, attorney described the meeting in an interview. Uh, Let's see here. Burling said one of his supervisors started reading him the riot act and accused him of stealing other co-workers' joy. The lawyer said that when Burling started employing coping techniques he'd learned in therapy, he was asked to stop. His company sent him home and told him to not come back for a few days, and later that week he was fired by email. (gasps) His company gave uh, fear that he would become violent as the reason for his dismissal. The company claimed that they were worried about Burling being angry and possibly violent, uh, the lawyer said, uh, even though he has no history of violence. Basically, the company fired him for having a panic attack. They made assumptions that he was dangerous based off his disability and not off of any evidence that he was violent. Wow. So he sued for disability discrimination, um, suing... 300000 for emotional distress and 150000 for lost wages. The trial lasted only two days. The jury awarded him all the money. I mean, guys, <laughs> take that kind of stuff seriously. <laughs> if I say I don't want a party, don't give me no party. Okay? Okay. <sighs> Mo wants a party. I don't have four hundred and fifty thousand dollars to give you. Just FYI. Are you throwing me a party? Don't Maybe. Throw me a party. I'm gonna throw don't you a throw party. Me, don't throw me no party. You be the only one there, but I'll throw you a party. <laughs> so this brings us to today's white answer card. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday school answers is stealing my coworkers' joy. <laughs> this has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge convention halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We're always developing resources and articles to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN On Air to join in. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. Hey, Discord buds. Uh, we got Lark and Tad in the chat. Hello. Hi. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tad, you're loud now. I'm going to turn you I'm back sorry. Down. Turn <laughs> you back down. I turned you up because you were quiet, but now you're loud. Uh, <laughs> Lark, you're kind of quiet, which is weird. I know. Since Lark one is I never quiet. quiet. I know. The... Gracious. Okay. All right. So we are talking about church camp. Uh, this week, where we're looking for uh, a lighthearted discussion. Um, have y'all attended church camps in the past? Um, kind of. 
I'm just kind of me. Would like, as, attending as, as an attendee, youth, third through twelfth grade is attending. Oh goodness! Yeah, no. I, I was. I would assume most people would count that. Yes. Tad, what do you mean, kind of? I, as a teenager, I've never been to a youth camp. I've only been to youth camps as a like a youth leader. As a leader, oh, yeah. that counts. That totally counts. It absolutely okay. counts. Totally counts. Okay. All right. So I don't have any kid experience, but I have adult oh, experience have so watching kid experience. kids being stupid. Well, this so. is good. Including, this including is good. ice camp when the guys poured um, water on the sidewalk because they thought ice was funny. Ice camp? Ice, uh, ice camp? Ice camp is when you go to church camp in uh, like February for a weekend. What? what? Yeah. That's a thing. What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we ice got... camp is also when um, all the guys... Uh, barricaded the high school leader, the high school, well, the junior high guys barricaded the high school guys into the weird middle part of the cabin that the girls and guys were sharing. And so the all the high school dudes had to awkwardly knock on the door they shared with the woman being like, can you let us out? The junior hires barricaded us. Because we barricaded that door so the guys wouldn't come in our door. Listen, I'm still stuck on the fact that you guys shared a room. Like, well, shared a oh, building. We, oh, sorry, not a room. We shared, we shared a cabin. Like an in-between cabin. Like, we no, it's like where the living room and kitchen and stuff are. The guys had the white side in the middle, and like the girls had the left that. side. And so we barricaded the door between girls and guys with some, like, nightstands. Am I the only one that's like, okay, yeah. like That's a little close. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's close, thank you. but I mean, you have, you have sponsors in, in two each room. Two o'clock in the morning. You kind of who ends up where. And so just the entirety of my church was in that building. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, Tad, I'm glad you're on the same page we've as jumped me here. In, we've jumped into stories real quick, but yeah, let's, uh, let's, jump, <laughs> let's jump to our question first. Uh, first question, and uh, probably the shortest of the two, what are some of the best things that you remember about church camp? Oh, Daddy. man. Uh, honest, okay, not to get churchy or anything, yeah, but churchy uh, honestly, yeah, um, so... One of the coolest things was actually uh, was my first time experiencing youth camp, and that was only as a leader. But um, kids were anointed by the Holy Spirit, and like they they were re- empowered and um, really getting stuff, and uh, it carried over to like their school and stuff and they were really excited to share with their friends and um yeah so it was a really cool night um and then yeah the carryover to the future youth groups so yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. lark you want a bible quizzing story a summer camp story or an ice camp story oh my gosh <laughs> bring whatever you got lark oh mm-hmm. You're not getting every single story. It would take too long. <laughs> uh, well, one of the interesting, fun times, there's the best part of camp is the camp friendships you get. Sure. And yeah. so sometimes one year, my, my my camp does brother-sister cabins, right? Um, it's so like the guy, every guy's cabin's paid up with the girls' cabin. We do some activities together. And there was this dude who I like kind of recognized in my brother cabin. I was like, I might know you from somewhere. Sure. And I have a very large family, extended family. Um, and I was like, oh, I might know you. Okay, sure. We kind of hung out a couple of times. We were like, sure, we know of each other. And then I had a family reunion two weeks later. He was my second cousin. 
That's always fun. So that's just the weirdest that happened to camp. But uh, a more serious answer, like I, some of the like I've got, they they always had like some random like C list Christian musician at camp who would like mm. play like traditional worship songs and like some one song that they wrote and they tried to get us all to buy the CD. Absolutely. But I do yes. um, have like a couple of those people's songs still on my phone and they always bring up good church mem- church camp memories. Heck yes, mm. there was a band the last the last camp I went, a worship band that didn't make it anywhere and that's exactly what they did but they had one song that was theirs and it was so freaking good and i didn't i couldn't like find i didn't buy the cd then and i couldn't find it anywhere after that and i was so bummed well i managed to buy a couple singles of always like that one song that they may just play at church camp um <laughs> and i have those in my itunes I've, i bought one guy's cd once <laughs> so yeah i still have CDs for so I have music. It was Jenny Wellsand, Lexi Elisha, and John Tibbs that I have music from. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. For shame. Really I don't know why I remember these people's names. <laughs> and but that's no. not every year. Those are just yeah. the three I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Similar. It's good to know that's not an exclusive experience, that you get the one random, like, C-list Christian group that right. just plays at church camps. <laughs> um. Similar to like Tad Hall talking about, you know, the, the spirit moving and the things kind of changing hearts there. One camp I remember uh, the the pastor that was leading it brought out, uh, had a couple guys bring out trash bags and basically called on everybody in the room who was feeling led to get rid of anything that they shouldn't have. Um, and there was so much like pornography and even drugs thrown into those trash bags that I was like, I can't believe this was all here, let alone that they're willing to go up there and like admit that they had this and throw it in the bags. Um, but that was like, I remember that happening and I'm, I was bawling. Like I didn't have anything to throw away and I was almost sad that I didn't because it was such a powerful thing seeing these these teenagers get up there just broken that they were, you know, stuck, you know, addicted to this stuff already or or at least, you know, ashamed for having it in the first place. Church camp can be a very um motivating and moving place. And that's why it's often, you know, called like a mountaintop experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a, it's a big, a big deal where you get to be more in tune with, uh, your faith because it's essentially, I mean, that's essentially what you're doing 24 seven for at least a week, sometimes a whole summer, if it's one of those kind of camps. Um, and those are the things that then you, when you go home, like you said, taking it home to their, uh, respective youth groups, that's one of those things that you try and hold on to for as long as possible before the world beats you back into cynicism and things. But uh, church camp can be a very, very beautiful thing uh, when done well. Uh, but there are also a lot of uh, 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 bad, lame, weird things that happen in a lot of church camps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have any stories about that? <laughs> Uh, what are the worst so, parts about church camp? Essentially, that's the question. Worst things about church camp? Okay, <laughs> the worst things: uh, turkeys roosting in the trees around the cabins. What? Yeah. Okay, my story's worse <laughs> than that, but I want to hear this. Um. So 
yeah, so we ha- we had to have a buddy system because we're in, in the middle of the woods in uh, near Troy, Montana. Um, so there's bears, there's cougars, and there's turkeys. And the turkeys are just as dangerous as the other animals. <laughs> so uh, one time, uh, the, so the turkeys are in the, the trees, and one of the groups of kids decided to leave early and almost got knocked out by a turkey coming down from a tree wow. so that's one of the worst things also <laughs> trying to find every pair of a guy girl that decided it was okay to try to walk away all the purpling all no, the purple no, no purpling. purple somehow purple still happens <laughs> somehow purple finds a way <laughs> mm-hmm. so this story is from at a church camp but it was not summer camp because my, my high school youth group would go to a camp in Florida during spring break, and we'd stay at the camp and do some service stuff. You we guys did, did camps activity. for every season, apparently. A lot of camp. Yeah. I did went you to also a have lot a fall of church camp? camp at high school. <laughs> you had an ice um, camp, a summer camp, a spring camp. Like <laughs> Spring break was a service trip. We just happened to be sleeping in the camp. Okay. But yeah. All right. Um, All anyway, right. we had this event called Date Night, which later, thankfully, got renamed to Mixed Tonight because it isn't actually a date. Got named a what? Um, but guys what? and girls get paired up. I think. Mixer night. We alternate years of who has to ask out which gender. And if you have an unbalance of genders, um, you would have groups of three. So I was in a group of three, two girls and a guy. And it's the guys who are asking this year. This is the year that we added a lot of rules because you see, you had to say yes. And after this year, we added the rule that you asked had to be kind to the person. Because I see the girl who I'm getting asked with get tied up with duct tape and carried off, and me being smart runs inside. So later that night, I take a shower, then I come out of the cabin, and as soon as I am far enough forward that my back is not to the wall anymore, there's a t-shirt put over my head, I get walked over to a tree and duct taped to a tree. <laughs> and then I like, went around. Uh, the guys went around being idiots, and uh, one of the female leaders broke it up before they could do anything dumb. But yeah, I got duct taped to a tree in front of everyone freshman year. Wow. <laughs> that still told us a story of why we have more rules for that event now <laughs> Granted, that's also yeah, the same guy wore a dress to the event because we all wear weird outfits and kept putting poker chips into the um, chest part of the dress which is also why we added the no cross-dressing rule <laughs> <laughs> I have all the good mm. camp stories guys real quick I'm going to share um, a a touching story here from jc phenom in their chat he says our camp director of more than a decade moved the week after camp so that last summer with him was emotional we had a gong show every year so our group did a funeral for the director and at the end during the eulogy one of his students did the oh captain my captain thing from dead poet society and stood on his chair and all the students started standing on their chairs and saying it one after the other all in all it was 30 plus students everyone was weeping it was a special and painful moment Mm. (laughs) and uh that's beautiful and Mm. tristian says wow lark that story is leaving me with ptsd same (laughs) oh i have i have so many stories thanks for some of them are good some of them Mm -hmm. are not yeah um so I have in the same the one of the worst things about summer camp for me is that they have these ideas that don't get fully planned out or t- pre-tested. <laughs> they yep. just they're, they're the kids are the guinea pigs, and if they figure out oh this isn't going to work, then they don't do it the next year. But uh, I think I told the story actually recently. But we had a game where there were basically 
two teams and when whichever team lost, they were going to get pied in the face. And normally when you do a pie in the face thing, you just get the foil tins and you get whipped cream and you fill up the foil tin and you hit it. Well, the counselors at our camp that year thought, well, let's add some Hershey syrup to that too. And so there's whipped cream and Hershey syrup in these things. And we all get smacked in the face with pies. And Hershey syrup is like mace Mm -hmm. in your eyes. So all of us fall to the ground and start writhing in massive pain. We're all trying to run back to our cabins, which is a very long runaway. And we can barely see. We've got Hershey syrup all over our faces, all over our clothes. That stain doesn't ever go away. It ruined our camp shirts. And we were just washing our eyes out for a solid hour. It was the worst thing. (laughs) And then they tried to make us play football with a banana once. And they didn't bring enough bananas because after every catch, the bananas destroyed. And then they didn't have an actual football for us to finish the game. So the game just ended. Like... You, you got to think these things out before you do them. You always have to have a plan <laughs> C, D, E, F, and G. Uh, the other thing that I remember hating about uh, church camp was the food. Now, I've heard a lot of camps have great food. But one, of the, one or two of the camps I went to had great food. Yeah. Not all of them. Ours was just plum awful. It was like prison food. It was the worst. We oh. had... Um, I remember the eggs being the scrambled eggs being the runniest, nastiest things. Ew. And it was that that was all we had it was that and either bacon or sausage every morning for breakfast. Bacon all undercooked, you know, and just basically barely out of the package. Just You remind me of the camp stuff. I went to for fall break in junior high. <laughs> yeah. Like get get your act together. They could they, they pulled off tacos really well, I think, one night. But other than that, it was just bleh, every every year, just awful. <laughs> uh, let's there see. was Go oh, ahead. there was this one year where uh, there was all these really bad fires uh, in the area, and so it was really hard to be even outside. Your eyes started burning some days, <gasps> and it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> we had to make sure all the inhalers were ready to go wow. if we, we did anything outside. Yeah, we had that too one year. I remember. Oh. It was like it didn't really affect us until the last day, the last mm-hmm. full day, like Thursday. It, and uh, like we had to we couldn't do games outside or anything. Uh, we had to wear we had to like put hoodies on and stuff or like towels over our head to go from one building to the other. Yeah, that's awful. That's an <laughs> awful thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, hold on. So JC Phenom has another story. This one of a more, uh, hilarious nature. We also, and disturbing. we I'm also sorry. had a group of counselors, counselors, not students stand in front of the camp for the gong show and deliberately pee their pants. Uh, they did not win the gong show, but they did get a free trip home. I mean, if any of you guys want my uh, spring break talent show stories, I also have those. Oh my! Some word. of them are good, like the time we acapella sang um, the um, Imperial March and won an award. That's pretty cool. Give us your uh, uh, most awkward one, and we'll end on that. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! She says. Oh, you know how I mentioned that date night exists? Yes. <laughs> So the thing is, alternating views of who is doing the asks and who is thanking after the event. 
Just for anyone and who can't hear on the radio, she's saying ask. Yeah. yeah, the year after I get dunked into a tree, I asked a guy for this fun thing with a puzzle. It was fun. But afterwards, four of the guys decided to do their thank yous together. And what they did, they thankfully bought us all candy. So I at least had can I had a box of Wheezy PCs to make up for this. But so much. I had to sit in front of everyone and watch during the talent show as these guys had woes between their teeth and lip synced along to a song and it was the most painful thing I have sat through and I only got through it by making eye contact with one of the other girls because there's four of us girls sitting up here and the two of us just dying of laughter together. Uh, that was one I, of the more awkward I, camp experiences I've had. It's probably not the most awkward but that's the most awkward, awkward that comes for you. to my Yeah, PDF. absolutely awkward. Is this for like you. a normal thing that like they set up dates for Students? Again, we we at named church it Mixo Night the year after the We Would Thank You was the year we renamed so. it to Mixo Night because it's it's designed to make it so the guys and girls actually hang out with each other. Yeah, yeah. Th- thankfully, they've renamed it, and the event has improved <laughs> since then. But it was very awkward <laughs> the first couple years I was involved in it. it seems very strange. But hey, my senior year, yeah. I went dressed up way, and so that was great. <laughs> Dad, do you have any last thing to add before we close out our discussion? Yeah, it's so awkward. I would say just every night in a boy's cabin is is awkward, awkward. because oh my Girls goodness, somebody fun, oh my goodness, somebody has to like just reek either <laughs> body reek or they stink up the whole cabin reek, and it's like yeah, those those are awkward. You always have I that one smells. student that refuses to bathe the entire time they're there. Oh, yes. oh my goodness, yeah. always yeah. or. Oh, I forgot my deodorant while you're sleeping it outside, buddy. So I am the mom who sends, I, I pack little backpacks. I do this for D now for the kids that we host at home. And I also do it for church camps. And I pack little backpacks from Dollar Tree and just put toothpaste, toothbrushes, soap, washcloth, deodorant, mm-hmm. absolutely everything that they would need and possibly forgot. Yeah in these backpacks and pack one for every single student boy and girl and give them to our youth leader and i'm like here nobody has an excuse for not having anything (laughs) everyone can bathe at some point (laughs) it has to happen so here's uh here's my last awkward story and i have told this on the show but i think it's been a while um so it was my last camp i was technically already graduated but they but we had a lot of college age kids so they let us all come um and so this last camp, we had one of our counselors uh, was a, a guy named Rusty. And prior Rusty. to his life in Christ, which had, you know, been at least 10 years prior to that, he had been in prison many, many times. Not for anything, you know, crazy. Just he was just he was bad at life. Poor life choices. Poor life choices. So he was in, in prison for a while and he got in solitary confinement for a while. And he fought a lot of people while he was in prison for a while. But he really, he really is one of those people that, you know, met Christ and had a complete, just complete tonal change in his whole life and everything. Wonderful guy. And we're in the, the boys side cabin, side of the cabin sleeping that first night. I snore very, very loudly. Like, so loudly, I was afraid I could never get married when I was a kid. Like, I've always snored really loud, and it's just, it's terrible. Uh, he told me the next morning after that first night that he had 
been awake for so long listening to me snore that his brain shifted back to his prison days and he had gotten out of his bed and with his pillow and was walking over to smother me in my sleep until he snapped out of it and realized where he was. And, uh, yeah, from then on, I made sure to wait until everybody else was asleep before I fell asleep. Poor wow. Matt. Oh, that's concerning. Yeah. It was very concerning. The, the, I think the time that my before... sister slept walked and turned the assistant counselor's alarm clock off on accident significantly less terrifying. <laughs> yeah. The year before I started leading, a kid would just get up and sleepwalk and just hover over oh, people. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. And some poor kid woke up and looking at this kid hovering over him and like swaying back and forth and he thought he was demon possessed. It was, this is not the story. church camp experience I signed up for. Yeah. Oh gosh. And you know what? You're gonna learn exorcism real quick, right? boy. Like those are my favorite accounts on TikTok. The people that like record themselves because or have a camera going every night because they know they sleepwalk. Oh my god! Yeah. And seeing like I didn't realize just what sleepwalking people can get into and how creepy it can be. That mm-hmm. would terrify me. I would have. I would have <laughs> wet the bed. My sister and I is that our assistant counseled the exact same alarm clock as my twin and I did at home. And so she sleptwalked from a top bunk, no less. Ugh. Managed to get down, walk around the room, turn off the alarm, and go back to bed. We figured this out in the morning from three things, which was the only proof this had happened. One person had been just awake enough to look up and see she was walking around. She woke up under her sleeping bag instead of in it. <laughs> and counselor overslept because she was supposed to be working in the kitchen at like seven in the morning. Mm. Uh, and her alarm had been turned off in a different way than how she normally would have turned it off. <laughs> and wow. that was how we figured out what the heck had happened. <laughs> and after that, my sister did not sleep on any more top bunks for like a few years. I'll bet. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. All yeah, right, well, when you learn you can sleepwalk, you don't sleep in the top bunk anymore. <laughs> I think that was also the same year that my sister managed to accidentally hide both one of my books and my gloves. It might have been her gloves. In her room while she was asleep. <laughs> All right. Well, also she tried to go to the bathroom been... with the van when she was asleep because she thought it was the bathroom. That was his own mess. Okay. For the fourth, this is my fourth. This is my fourth attempt. Fourth attempt. She's back, say, guys. Lark thank is you back so with much us. To Lark and Ted. I'm so sorry for joining us. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having us. We and love you. these stories. Y'all are awesome, as always. I thought always. it was going to be weird with I'm only two of them, but I should have known. I made this episode. <laughs> I apologize to anyone from my church who instantly knows what I'm talking about when I talked about the duct tape story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Uh, we love you guys. Thank y'all. Love you. Love Bye. you guys. Love Bye. <laughs> Every time I open my mouth, she started another story. <laughs> Uh, Why are you surprised? Remember when I told her, get your own show? (laughs) This is our show. No, fantastic. No, it's all right, Lark. We're just playing. I'm glad you were so enthusiastic about the discussion. Right? What do you 
think of our topic this week. Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Back Row LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we love. Do you want to go first? What do you love, Matt? I uh, just finally got to see the Batman. And I have heard so many conflicting reviews. Yeah. And so I did not know what to think going in. Um, I'm not going to spoil it because number one, I know Mo hasn't seen it yet, and she has not. plans to see it like soon. Yes. Um, and of course, it's still relatively new, so I'm not going to spoil anything about it. But I will say, I did really like it. I am very impressed at how, like, every new Batman seems to reinvent uh, reinvent the character just enough that it doesn't feel like the older Batman. Like that's, it's really strange to me how I can still be enthralled by a brand new take on Batman. This was really good. My only complaint is one that a lot of people had is that this movie just seemed like it was half an hour too long. They could have, if, if I could have watched this movie on like 1.25 times speed, like we do with podcasts that are too long, uh, I would have. But uh, other than that, really, really, really darn good movie. Great story. And, um, I don't mind the Twilight guy being Batman. He's pretty good at it. Interesting. Yeah. I'd be I'd be down for a whole nother trilogy. Listen. Oh shoot. What? Shoot. What? See, I was about to say there's only one Batman and now I can't remember his name. <laughs> Christian Bale. Uh, to me, Christian Bale mm. is the best Batman. We got Michael Keaton up in the middle. No. Mm-mm. He's coming back. Christian Bale is, I don't know. He Christian Bale is definitely good. the The Dark Knight trilogy is amazing. Yeah, um, and he looks like Batman to me. He's the only believable Batman. To where it's like, okay, yeah, you're a real dude, but in secret, I you're think, Batman. I think you'll. <laughs> I don't know. I think I felt that way with Robert Pattinson. Really? Yeah, with this movie. Like, he he really did have the look. But I also thought it was pretty cool having Ben Affleck being like an older Batman. Oh, my gosh. So, I don't know. Ben Affleck is my least favorite Batman. Maybe I'm just too forgetting. No, my least favorite Batman was uh, Val Kilmer, followed by George Clooney. (laughs) (laughs) Both are fair. Um, Leave the cave without it. (laughs) So, oddly enough, my thing that I love somewhat sort of kind of ties in with your thing that you love Okay. in the fact that my thing that I love is Six Flags Over Texas, but specifically Gotham City at Six Flags Over Texas. 
What about Gotham City? Okay. I haven't been there in a long time, but I do remember like the DC Comics area. So I don't know what it was about this trip to Six Flags Over Texas. For the last three years, we've been season pass holders, and so we've gone multiple times throughout the year. Mm-hmm. It's only a six-hour drive from where we are. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. So I've rode most of the rides over the three years, but there were a handful that I was like, mm, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. Okay. Not going to not gonna <laughs> expose myself to that. But for some reason... This past trip, I rode every single ride. Every one of them. Every one. Every single ride that was worth riding. Like, we didn't ride the little kid ride. Sure, of course. Anyway, um, so this was my first time riding the Riddler, which is like a, the, the spinning Riddler. pendulum yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, my word. <laughs> Amazing. And I was terrified, like, going into it. I was the drops are what get me. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody all the time, I could ride roller coasters if they just like did loop-de-loops and spins and no drops. <laughs> That's not really how roller coasters fun. work. Right. Though. You need the drops. Uh-huh. Before you get the speed. Right. I hear that all the time. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Did they sell the Mr. Freeze ride? It was not running. Ah. Uh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. There were several that were closed and they're being like down... They were closed for maintenance. Gotcha. Um, But it was my first time riding the Riddler, my first time riding Batman, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, hands down, probably the best roller coaster there. Loved it. (laughs) Um, It was also my first time riding the Shockwave, and that's not in Gotham City, but it's also another roller coaster that was phenomenal. Okay. Amazing. But it was my second time riding the Joker, which the Joker is a roller coaster that's kind of like, you remember the zipper at, um, oh, yeah. At like the, the at fairs? At like the fairs, yeah. So you're sitting in this harnessed seat and the roller coaster, the track, it does a zipper thing where it just kind of goes in an S shape. And so the, your little cart is swaying back and forth along this whole S-shaped thing. You kind of think that you're just going to fall off at any point. And we rode that. That was our last ride of the day. And so it was dark. <laughs> and I'm riding with Mila. It was her fir- her first time ever riding it. And she freaked out. <laughs> like, thought that she was going to fall off. And it the, the, the chest harness that you wear is one of those compression ones yeah so it slowly gets tighter Mm -hmm. you know as the g forces hit and whatever blah 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 blah. anyway um so by the end of it like neither one of us can move and i'm kind of like looking over at her and i'm like wasn't that awesome and she's like i'm never doing that again (laughs) but i i don't know there's something about gotham city at six flags that just makes you feel like you're there you really, Catwoman's Whip, oh my gosh. That's probably one of my favorite rides ever. Oh, I don't ever. know about that one. Um, okay, so you're sitting, you're dangling, your feet are hanging, and it kind of starts as just a swing, like a regular swing ride would, but then it goes into an in, like a Ferris wheel kind uh, of. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so you're spinning completely 360 all the way around. Yikes. Yeah. Um, That's weird. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, so that is my something that I love. Okay. Well, I have to tell a story now because you brought up the zipper. Oh, okay. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but it's a story about me and Bubba. Okay. We were in, I think, eighth grade. And you know when you're in eighth grade, that's when you're kind of like, or at least it was when we were kids, that's when you're like cussing when you're not around, you know, adults or whatever. You know, you're, you're, you're testing the waters with all the things you know you're not allowed to do. I'm offended. And so... Bubba and I, who don't <laughs> normally like, don't normally like cuss, didn't, didn't, didn't then, don't now, don't normally cuss, you know, in front of people or anything like that. We get on the zipper. Both of us, this is our first time ever being on the zipper. And it starts going and it is like shaking. And we just literally started having a panic attack. And we start screaming cuss words. And, like, this was the most I've ever cussed in a two-minute period uh, by about 3,000%. And when it was over, we were so relieved until we were looking, because, you know, they face each other, the little carts, until we looked at who was across from us for the first time and saw two little five-year-old girls, not five, I mean, sure, they were 10 or 12 or whatever, but two little girls staring back at us. And I go, oh, gosh. Yeah, that ride just, did not traumatize them. Just, it was all yeah, the words that they heard. Just, ship, ship, ship. <laughs> Muffin fudger. Muffin fudger. Please stop it. You're going to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, I don't remember everything that we said specifically, but I do remember Bubba at one point yelling, I'm coming to see you, Grandma. <laughs> And that's still my favorite memory of that terrible memory. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Mo, let's enter our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Ephesians 5, 2. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.